fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Dive brought to you by the good people at the Rota Street Journal. We were paving your way to fantasy glory and fantasy excellence and all that. So, I mean, maybe we still are in the playoffs. Hopefully, you're hoisting oh, yeah. that trophy or whatever. But anyway, uh, you know, it's not the offseason yet. We got the playoffs coming up. We still got some pretty good fantasy and actual football content we're going to throw at you today. I'm your host, Nat The Truth Jones. With me, as always, the wolf of Rota Street himself. I, I don't know about you. I'm I'm very excited for some playoffs. Oh, I'm buzzed up, man. I, I cannot wait for this playoffs. It is, as we'll talk about tonight in our, our playoff extravaganza, our, our fantasy preview of the playoffs, it's wide open. I, I don't think there's a single mm. team that, like, damn, that team is a lock, as we've seen in the past. So I cannot wait to get this action. The more I've written, and, and you can check out all this stuff on RotorStreetJournal.com, like team rankings and player rankings. This is always one of the busiest weeks of the year for me because it's like five to six huge pieces of content. But I love it. Like, I, you're grading out the wild card weekend, but also the entire playoffs. It's so much fun. And, and the more I've written about it, the more I've just been like, this is going to be maybe the wildest playoffs, these 2022 playoffs that we've ever seen. So I cannot wait, Nat. I am so stoked for the action as early as Saturday, too. My playoffs on right. Saturday night. Oh, man. Long weekend, too. What could be better than this? I am so pumped. How about no, you? I'm totally fired up for it. I, you know, you asked me to do my fantasy break, bracket, rank the teams, and so on, and I have basically done that. And it was surprising to me how few games I felt good about. I don't right. mean good as far as how much I wanted to watch them. I wanted to watch all of them, but it was like, uh, you know, maybe there were like two games where I was like confidently picking, and other than that, I was like, eh, probably. I mean, I watch a lot of football, like. I feel like I'm as uh, educated and uh, knowledgeable as just about anybody. And I did not feel good about any of my picks. Exactly. Which means they're going to be good games. Exactly. And that's what made ranking this year so hard. So what we're going to dive to on the show is first, you know, how you can play fantasy football in the playoffs. I'll do that quick, you know, no more than five minutes or so. Because the the beef of this show, what's probably going to be more entertaining for you guys. And we'd love you guys to weigh in, whether you're live with us here whether you're catching the replay and in the comments, we're going to do a power rankings of the teams, mostly from a fantasy football perspective. But as you'll learn, you know, the way fantasy playoffs work is you get points for how long your team ranks. So it's also kind of real life rankings as well. It's much more important in the fantasy playoffs uh, type of leagues to be more in line with how the real life pans out, because as soon as they're done, they're not racking up points for right. you anymore. You need to know who's facing who as you make rankings. We'll talk about that, all that strategy, and then we'll take a look. I'll have the truth critique my rankings after we go through all the teams. We make our power rankings of the team from a fantasy lens. We'll look at my actual 2022 playoff rankings uh, by position and have the truth smash me for anyone he disagrees with and, of course, praise me for all the uh, the great picks I make here. So we can't yeah, wait sure. to dive into that, folks. Let us know again in the comments. It's good to see some of you guys. Toss that thumbs up button if you don't mind to help us get out to more people. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know you're here and let us know if you're playing fantasy and how you're doing it in the playoffs. Uh, we'll start diving into some ways to do that, that that we love. All right, cool. All right, we want to get right into our, uh, you know, the options, where you can play, how you can play, all the explanations that you're talking about. I mean, yeah, break them down. Throw them at us. 
Yeah, so there is just the standard, if you can find six people or so, that's the ideal league in my opinion, just a regular fantasy league. It's on my fantasy, um, MFL fantasy, which a lot of you guys play for Dynasty. They have some unique settings. It's not the best format, in my opinion, in terms of like user friendliness, but it's okay. And you can set up a league very easily. And then once you have it, they live score, they do it all. Typically, it's a total points league. So you draft your roster. We recommend two QBs, two running backs, three receivers or tight ends kind of just like a, a flex spot. So in that sense that you can have it as a wide receiver or tight end, not requiring a tight end is how we like to do that. And then right. also just a flex in general for running back, wide receiver, tight ends, one kicker, one defense. You set a roster um, and you just collect total points. So as long as your players are in, you get points from them. And then the most cumulative points, it's not like a one-on-one opponent situation. Most total points at the end of the season win. So my fantasy league is again, a great site to do that. We just full disclosure, we do not have any affiliates right now with any of the things I promote. They're just things I like to look forward no, to. No, but if anybody wants to become affiliated with us, you know where to find us. Of course, we send the millions of viewers over to you. Please, uh, please keep us in mind for that. So that's one way just to set up a league with your league mates on my fantasy league and just do a regular, regular league. There's also some great formats that you can set up with uh, friends, like one and done leagues is what they're kind of called, where you either once you use a player, you can't use them again. So that's right. also, you know, that's a great format. Let's say Najee Harris this weekend, Cooper Cup, if you think the Rams are going to lose, you get those players out of the way. Maybe Damian Harris at a running back spot that could have some big one game upside, but might get knocked out in round one. And then you go from there and you can use players uh, from teams that are still alive. But once you use a player, you can no longer use them. That's a great format. Similarly, there's like one player per team leagues where you have to pick, you fill out a roster again, two QBs, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, four flexes, a defense and a kicker to reflect 14 teams. You have to pick one player and fill a spot for each team. So like usually you'll burn your, your defense. It's like the Eagles or some crap team, but you want your quarterback to be the quarterback you think goes furthest. I actually, so I, I have a league with some, you know, about a thousand people that are kind of local that we do this with. And it's awesome. The prize pool was 10,000 bucks last year. Uh, which was incredible. And I ended up coming in like, I think 200th out of 10,000, I believe it was made like a nice smooth one K uh, because of it, but it was awesome. And I had Tom Brady as my quarterback, you know, predicting the bucks go all the way, end up lining my pockets pretty nice, but that's a, a good format again, where you can only take one player per team at one position, you fill out a full roster. Um, so that, that's a great way. And the last way I would recommend is high stakes playoff leagues. There's best ball tournaments on underdog who are talking to right now, potentially setting up a partnership. Love them. Um, they have one called the gauntlet. And this is probably the, the lowest cost, highest stake you can get in. There's 25 bucks um, to play with a $200,000 grand prize, a million dollar prize pool here. So obviously you're competing with a very large field, but it's, it's awesome. You have to draft a, you know, one QB, one running back, two wide receivers or tight ends, a flex, um, and then five bench spots. So, you know, only 10 rounds, five starting rosters, and you go through round by round, uh, wild card round. If you have the most points, you move on to the next segment. And at, at the end of it, you're the last person standing, 200,000. Um, there's other sites called NFFC. They do a $125,000 prize for a $200 buy-in, um, things like that. So I'm getting involved in as many of these high stakes things as I can, just because it, again, we already talked about how this playoff is going to be the most exciting, uh, but this is just another way to ratchet up. Of course, you have DFS and weekly stuff. I'll be doing a wild card preview tomorrow where I just look at some of the news, uh, look at my favorite DFS plays and all that one week stuff. Tonight's show, of course, though, is like a, a full seasonal type of uh, playoff format. So those are a few ways. I know I'm kind of talking quickly just to throw them all out there at you, but if you want more in-depth ways of how you set it up, how you look at it, 
go to rotostreetjournal.com. We have the article right there pinned at the top. Um, it's linked into all our player rankings, all that good stuff. It'll tell you how you set up these leagues, where you go to do it. There's just so many options. And again, as exciting as it's going to be without adding any incentives to it, to throw a $200,000 prize potentially on top of the action, what's better than that? Only 25 bucks to enter. Again, Underdog, a great site to do something like that, to up your stakes. So check out again, RoadStreetJournal.com, where and how to play. We have a whole article with links to it, with instructions on how to do it. Um, definitely highly recommend that. All right. You want to rank some teams? You want to uh, talk some some uh, fantasy playoff bets? What do you want to do? How do you want to How do you want to work this thing? Because I got a lot on my mind. Yeah, I think we go. I think we go team by teams. Because again, right. as we mentioned, the way you'll win in in playoff fantasy is pretty much figuring out what teams go to sure. the Super Bowl. Ideally, that's the best case. Maybe you get three games played out of them, and then they still rack up some good points. But games played is as important, if not more important, than the actual player talent, right? So right. again, and- Najee Harris would, in any seasonal format, be a top five running back. Here, he's probably outside my top 10. He is outside my top 10 because I don't think they're going to play more than one game and you just get one game of points versus three to four games from Daryl Williams. Not the talent of Najee, but those many more games played will have him vaunted up. So yes, I think team rankings, absolutely. The next transition. So let's do some power rankings. This again is from a fantasy lens. So the, the way these will grade out, and we'll just put the bottom team there. Uh, hey, so that's my number 14. <laughs> fantasy power rankings. And the way I, I kind of created these, and we'll see how much we're in lockstep here, is first you factor in games played, as we just said. The right. more games played, the more they can rack up points. Makes sense. Pretty obvious. But then you also want to factor in offensive potency here. How much sure. damage right. are they going to do right. in those games For instance, games Ben Roethlisberger well. throws for you know around 120 yards in a game. Uh, for the right. most part. And so there's not a lot of potency, hence the number 14 ranking. I'm with you. I also have the Steelers 14. Yep, exactly. I think they have no shot at beating the Chiefs. So you're getting one game. And as you said, it's going to be a very lackluster effort from most of the products in that game from the Steelers' point of view. Yes, Deontay Johnson, you know, 12 plus targets in over half his games this year. He'll probably have a good game. He'll get you one game worth of solid points. Najee, Probably get you one game of solid. Maybe he will. I mean, for instance, on Prize Picks, who we have are affiliated with and who we love, I was looking over some of their best bets, and I really had in my mind, I was like, Deontay Johnson's going to have a decent game. He's the one guy I could bet. And they had over uh, over under six and a half receptions, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm not confident he's going to have seven <laughs> catches in this game. No. So yeah. I don't know. He might, but I mean, have you seen some of these first half, especially that Roethlisberger is playing? I mean, I, I don't have any faith in anybody to do anything. No, I really don't either. I actually kind of like that prize pick, though, a lot. Six and a half receptions. I, I thought that. about it. I thought about it. I'd like that one a lot. I would not. I don't even know what his yardage was, but that's the one I would avoid because he might have like 10 catches for 30 yards. Remember, just a couple of weeks ago, he had he had nine catches and he didn't rack up. Like, it was three point, like four yards per reception. It was awful. I could just see Roethlisberger having like 11 completions or something like that. We'll see. Yeah. Right, right, who, who you got 13? I'll tell you some yeah. more of my bets as we go, but go ahead. Yeah, we don't need to waste too much time on them. They're two and four against no, they playoff teams. Uh, they did somehow beat the Titans and the Bills, which is kind of insane, but they're not upsetting the Chiefs here. Wasn't the, Bills, average... wasn't the Bills game week one, though? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, just cares. The Saints beat the Packers by 35 in week one, which was insane, too. Right. Um, but yeah, 20, 20 points per game was 21st in the NFL, the fewest of any playoff team. I just to reemphasize why you don't want to load up on too many, if any, Steelers in your playoff games. Number 13. That's my also next- my number 13. All right. <laughs> the two seven seeds. Let's get them out of the way. <laughs> okay. 
The yeah. Eagles, though. Uh, Not so much similar, to say. Yeah, similar to the, the Steelers here. Games played, probably only one. I don't think there's any chance they beat the, the Bucks here. The only thing that has me like just one slight hesitation here is they're going to be playing a monsoon this Sunday, it sounds like. And that does favor a run-heavy team like the Eagles. I still think the Bucs can run it down their throats, even if that's the type of game they get into. I still think the Eagles suck. They are 0-6 against playoff teams this year. Uh, so that's all you really need to know about how they handle good competition. They don't. They lose. They have 26.1 points per game, which was 12th in the NFL. So that's why their, their potency score a little high in the sense that you might get some decent damage. You might get like 25 points out of Jalen Hurts this weekend, and that's not bad. But ultimately, only one game is how I'm expecting this. The running game, you can't really trust. You know, I, I don't really like any of the weapons on this team. So I, I think they're just as you know, a 98% chance of losing this game and really giving you very minimal fantasy production. So I'm kind of avoiding them. You, you agree with that, Matt? I completely agree with that. And I want to just say, I, I gave you, I know you're going 12, the Patriots. And I had yeah. originally said, oh, that's too low. But I'm looking at my sheet and I also have the Patriots 12. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't think they're going to win a game. I mean, they, they could. We They've proven they could beat Buffalo. They seem like they're just completely going in the wrong direction. They peaked like a month and a half ago or something yep. like that. <laughs> they're going in the wrong direction. And on top of that, there's, it's not like even when they're clicking, they're one of these like, oh my God, they threw for 500 yards. And, you know, I, so who, who are you, who are you exactly banking on? Mac, Mac Jones, his over under on yards on prize picks is like 189 or 185. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, right. So, I mean, I, even, even if you thought they were going to win somehow, or even, it's not even like there's a very high ceiling as far as the numbers they're going to put up in a game. Yeah, even if they made a good showing of themselves. So to me, they're the clear number 12. Yeah, exactly. I think they have a better shot at winning a game than the two teams below them. They have gone into yeah. Buffalo one already this year. Well, Granted, Steelers the, beat Buffalo too, as you just it, said. It was the most absurd weather conditions, the wind, all that. But guess what? It's supposed to be negative 10 degrees in Buffalo. I actually been discussing maybe going to the game with a couple buddies. Are you kidding brothers, me? But no, I was, I was just going to say you could not <laughs> pay me enough to go to no. Buffalo. <laughs> negative not happening no, no. uh so th- yes of course the pats you know maybe they pull the upset but as you said does it really matter when we look at that again that second factor of offensive potency mac jones has really only had uh i think four games in the top 12 qbs all year and i just don't know that they advanced they've squandered three of their last four games uh they're two and three against playoff opponents one win was against the bills one win was against the Titans. They smashed them, but again, without Derrick Henry, kind of has an asterisk on it. They did have that crazy run where they did win, what, seven, eight in a row, uh, being yeah. a decent opponents in that stretch. So, I mean, it they, is Belichick. They, you know what? Who did they beat, though? They beat the Chargers. They right? beat the Titans. They beat the Chargers. Um, and then they beat the Bills, too. So, I mean, a couple a couple decent opponents okay. in that. That's that a little run. better than I was giving them. Yeah, it wasn't I feel just like the they haven't. It was weird though. The Bills game was weird. Anyway. I agree. It wasn't like the most convincing. And and again, they're they're coming out of here in a tailspin right now. Three of the four uh, last games have dropped. So it's not looking great for the Pats, my beloved Pats. And as you said, even if they do win a game or two, how much fantasy juice are you getting out of Jacoby Myers, out of Kendrick Bourne? I think the one weapon that's kind of intriguing if they win a few games is Damien Harris. If they win games, it is going to be on the back kind of. of their run game, of their defense. Uh, it again, kind of, because I do think it's only one game you're going to get out of him. But if, they get, if you get multiple games out of Harris, he's put up over 17 and four straight. How many yards do you think Harris is going to rush for this week? I think he's going to have a good game. I honestly do. I think he'll probably have 90 to 100 yards in a score. 
That's over under been- prize picks. I think 54 and a half is the number. I, I, I like that over a lot in a cold right. weather game. As long as he stays healthy, I like that. But again, uh, our 12 seed, because not a great chance of advancing. And even if they do, not that much offensive potency. Number 11. Right. That's my number 11 team, Raiders. Yeah. I, 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 I think they're garbage, but they have a couple pieces that are kind of interesting as far as fantasy goes. Renfro. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Actually, Renfro is one of my prize pick picks. I like Renfro over 53 and a half receiving yards. Um, and uh, Waller, I think, has the same number, actually. I, I'm a little more iffy on Waller, but he is a legit fantasy weapon. Carr's, yeah. uh, Carr's a good quarterback. He might be a better quarterback than fantasy quarterback, but he's uh, <laughs> he's still he's uh, you know, he's good. He's he's gotten it done a few times when when it would have been easy to not get it done. And right. Josh Jacobs, although I've shit on him for a couple of years now, I mean, he kind of produces, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's been a touch monster. I think he ranks top five in expected fantasy points over the second half of the season. Been getting fed and even getting receiving work, which he was previously denied and, and starting to really put up some good numbers because of it. And that's why I have the Raiders a bit higher, even though I, I expect them to be one and done. I do think the Bengals win. I so this would be one of the ones I wouldn't be shocked by if the Raiders pull this upset. Um, this you know? is why if this was like an NCAA, uh, you know, you pick sixty four bracket. I I also I'm picking the Raiders to lose to the Bengals in the first game, but I don't feel great about it. Me neither. I mean, nineteen ninety one, the last time the Bengals won a game thirty years ago, <laughs> fucking nuts, uh, to be honest. But as you say, if they pull off the upset, I mean, they are three and three against playoff teams. They beat the Cowboys. They've beaten the Steelers woo, and the Eagles. So they didn't beat too many good playoff teams, but the Cowboys win is legit. They got smoked by the Chiefs twice. They did get crushed by this Bengals team they're facing uh, this week. So that doesn't bode well for them. Uh, I think it was, what, 32 to to 10. They lost to the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, They got smacked either way. So I don't love the Raiders' chances of going on the road and upsetting this team, but it wouldn't shock me. And if you got multiple games of Hunter Renfro, as you mentioned, I think he's going to have a solid – he's been one of the top receivers of the second half of the year, uh, was a top 12 receiver, was a wide receiver one in fantasy. You get multiple games of him. Josh Jacobs has 15 or more in four straight. I think they have some decent firepower, and if you somehow do get multiple games of Renfro, of um, – of Jacobs and maybe of Waller, who saw nine targets last week, the second most he's seen all year since week one, the most targets he's seen since week one, we had 19 targets, still a distant memory uh, there. I do think the Raiders bring a good amount of firepower, pretty concentrated firepower, but good firepower and have a shot at multiple weeks, which jumps them ahead of the uh, the Patriots, ahead of the Eagles and ahead of the Steelers for me. All right. I'd be interested to see when we start uh, differentiating. Uh, we have the same number 10 as well. Which seems insane, right? The number one seed in the AFC. Well, I think but that number one seed here. is a little bit of what's working against them, as we've talked about, which is like, you, you know, there's going to be 12 other teams that are going to have played actual games before they even get on the field. So that that's a strike against them uh, in the first place. Now, you would think being the number one seed would be a, a big thumbs up in their favor on top of that. But for me, it's not because I don't think they're good. No, I mean, I don't know. Watch Derrick Henry come and run for 220 yards and shove it down my throat. But uh, yeah, I, I struggled between nine and 10 for these guys, and I ultimately landed on 10. Yeah. I And we're again talking about pure fantasy purposes. I would, as you're saying, not be surprised at all to see a one and done exit for these Titans. Uh, as a it's one. on my bracket. That's what I got. That's what I have too. 
Granted, they have beaten the Chiefs, Bills, Rams, and Niners. I mean, four really strong playoff teams. And that was without Henry for a lot of those games. Like, Vabral does coach his team up well. It is, yeah. Could they make their way into the Super Bowl? Absolutely. They're a one seed. They're home throughout the playoffs. Should they win those games? Yes. And, and I do think, I know the bye could be a negative, but I think giving Henry just another week to get himself fully healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. rearing to go, like, they, they could absolutely go on a run. And it would certainly be on the back of Henry who has 937 rushing yards in the playoffs or had 937 yards rather this year. He was ninth That's in the so league. That's so nuts. Runs. Remember? I mean, I don't know my whole childhood being like a thousand yard rusher. was like a huge deal. Didn't he do that in like five games or six games? Uh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and he has 670 yards. So it was 670 yards and three touchdowns in six playoff games. So, I mean, pretty, pretty quality performances here. As a team, though, behind him, you know, yes, AJ Brown's intriguing as a fantasy product, but that's really it. So that's it. Four point six, fifteenth in fantasy points per uh, total points per game this year. Four and three against playoff teams, and again, I think they're a one and done waiting to happen. So that's why they're so low, even as Henry being my number one running back. Because if they go on a run, you know, the guy's been going for one fifty to two hundred multiple touchdowns. He could anchor playoff winning squads. So he is my number one running back in that sense. But I, I don't think they're real. I think they're frauds. Um, and ultimately, as much as I love Rabel and as much as I love how this team has just always been pesty and won, I think it comes, uh, you know, the pumpkin comes to fruition or whatever they say with Cinderella and they don't make a good run. Here. I agree. And yet, and yet, it is so clustered and I would perceive it wide open in the AFC. Even Again, I agree with this pick. I have the exact same thing that you have. If you, if Henry comes out smoking, and all of a sudden we turn around and they're in the AFC championship game. How shocked would I be? Not super shocked. Right. So I know I'm, I'm hedging hugely here, but yeah, uh, I, there's a very wide range uh, for the Titans and really for a lot of these teams, you know, in my head, like I'm, I'm not picturing the Steelers in the AFC championship game, but it's like, you know, there's four or five teams in the AFC where I could see it as a shot. And this is one of them. I just think they're at the bottom of the pile. I agree as well. Uh, and just as, again, we're emphasizing the fact that there's only really two viable products on this for fantasy-wise anyways. Even if they go on a deep run, it's just Henry. It's just A.J. Brown. There's nobody else. You're not going to Julio. You're not going after Fersker. You're not going all in on Fersker. Like, exactly. Um, and, and on that note, too, again, we're ranking these teams because team stacking is really how you win in playoffs. If you get that, God forbid, the NFC team right and the AFC team right, and you have loaded up on players from both of them, you're going to win your playoff league. That's how it goes. Probably, you typically yeah. will only have like players from a couple rosters. And if you're going to set yourself up for success, certainly in these large field best ball tournaments, that's why these team rankings are so crucial. And that's why these next few, it's like, yeah. So Arizona Cardinals, let's start with they're, them. They're, I have them pick. they're number yeah. nine for me, right? This um, is pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. We're in lockstep here, which I'm, I'm shocked by. Uh, ultimately, them versus the Rams this weekend. I, I love that matchup. It's going to be very Me fun. Too. Two high-powered offenses. Whoever wins, if they go on a run, will certainly be beating this nine. And I have the Rams, you know, spoiler, at number eight right above. And we'll talk about both teams. Whoever wins this one could go on an epic run. I actually love the – we'll talk about a couple other matchups this weekend. It's like, damn, these two teams are matched up. I really wouldn't see either one of them going on deep runs had they not been facing each other. That being said, you know, Cardinals, five and two, 71%. That was actually the third highest winning percentage of all playoff time teams, five and two against playoff opponents, beating the Titans, uh, the Rams, the 49ers twice, and the Cowboys. So a pretty impressive resume in that sense. They did lose to the Packers and Rams uh, in their second matchup with the Rams. 
averaging 26.4 points per game, the 11th in the NFL there. So they have a good offense. Aren't they like two and five in their last seven or something though? I mean, they're yeah, exactly. They've lost four of their last five. They started seven and zero and have definitely since collapsed. We've seen Cliff Kingsbury collapse late season before Kyler Murray, the same thing. And we're seeing it happen right now. Their only win in the last five games was against the Cowboys. So a solid opponent, decent win there, but still they are certainly crumbling on the wrong time. The one thing that is interesting about them that's might be working in their favor here is that they're eight and one on the road. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that until I dug into the research here. So they are going to be on the road this entire playoff stretch. Uh, and that is where they've been better, it, but still, it's just kind of crazy that they went from scoring 31 plus in seven of their first nine games to being 23, 12, 16, 22, and then 30 points to close of the year. Nice high note, but this offense is not nearly the explosive juggernaut that we were seeing at the beginning of the year. So even if they did go on a run, you know, yes, you got Connor, Christian Kirk, pretty intriguing. Zach Ertz, solid if you have a tight end position need. But ultimately, I I think they're probably going to lose to the Rams, even though the Rams are worse against playoff teams, even though they beat the Rams before. Uh, Kingsbury is one in five against uh, Sean McVay. And I don't think that's going to flip and help him get to two and five this weekend. And but these also, the nine and 10 teams, the Arizona, Tennessee, the teams that we have ranked there, these are the teams all year that were lingering around that number one spot. And you and I, I will say pretty consistently all year, we're both like, we don't believe in these teams. And exactly. so now we're putting our money where our mouth is. We really don't, we still don't believe them. We still don't. And so maybe we'll look like epic fools because we've repeatedly hammered that we don't like these teams and then they make a, a huge run. But nope, we haven't believed in the Cardinals. We never believe in the Titans and we still don't. Uh, That's right. Number eight here. All right, this is, where we, this is where we differ for the first time. Right. I don't have the Rams number eight. Where would you I, have them in your power rankings? I have the Rams. I'm torn between fifth and sixth, actually, for the Rams. Uh, I have the Niners at number eight, actually. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I look, I think the Rams-Cardinals game could go either way. I'm picking the Rams to win it, and I think the Rams have a, a couple big weapons. I mean, Cup is obviously the, the main weapon I'm, I'm looking at right there where there's a lot of upside. So yeah. uh, I'm not, I'm not going to – if I'm picking them to beat the Cardinals, I'm not putting them one spot above the Cardinals. I'm, I'm giving them a little tiny bit of a cushion um, on my overall team pecking order because I could – I mean, you know, I, I – I could see the Rams losing to anybody. I could also see them beating just about anybody. So if if they get by the Cardinals, um, which I think they will, I'm going to have them higher than eighth on my list. Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. If you get multiple games, that's, I just think that game is such a coin flip, which is why I don't want to go all in on either team. But again, Cooper cup, for example, probably the first player you should take in fantasy playoff drafts because he is just such a God out there. If you got three, even maybe four games out of him, you'll win your league on just the back of him. So yes, the, the Rams do deserve some consideration. This is why I'm nervous. They're two and five against playoff teams sure, sure. Uh, this year. That is one of the lowest percentages beyond only the uh, zero, zero, zero percent wins of the Eagles. Yeah. The, the Rams are right there at the bottom of the list. They have beaten the Bucks and the Cardinals, but they also lost to the Cardinals, the Titans, the 49ers, the Packers, uh, 49ers twice, actually. I think they are, what, 0-6? They can't beat the 49ers. Luckily for them, the they, they're on the other side of the bracket from the Niners because they won't beat the Niners. And look, Matthew Stafford has not looked good for like no. a month. 
And that's so, where that's where I'm thinking is he might have a choke job here, throw multiple picks to a pretty opportunistic Cardinals defense, give the ball to you know, Murray, and maybe Murray just dazzles and has a, a playoff game of his but, life. But they did. I feel like the last time these two teams played, the Rams won, and I feel like they won decisively. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I Look, I think that the Rams, although I don't love everything I see from them, I just the Cardinals more than any other team in the playoffs just seem like they're going in the wrong direction to me. Yeah, I, I agree. They certainly have been entering, at, again, lost four of the last five, like not looking good. Uh, so, so the Rams moved. I mean, they're seventh in the NFL with 27.1 points per game. Stafford, solid. Obviously, Cooper Cup, the god. Uh, and then you got Odell Beckham, who's you know, decent acquisition with scoring whatnot. All those guys are very viable. Van Jefferson, even, a uh, viable you know, person to target in your fantasy. Higby's even looked okay lately, believe it or not. And, and what I want to emphasize, he has actually two touchdowns last week. What I do want to emphasize too with these rankings, like, yeah, I might have the the Cardinals nine, the Rams, you know, eight. If I start my draft with Cooper Cup, I don't care that I have another team higher. I'm gonna have to start loading up on my Rams because again, team stacking is team stacking, and you gotta just suddenly bet like I'm going all in on the Rams. I have so many of my teams. I don't know why this keeps happening for me when I draft on underdog. I get a lot of Bills and then I get a ton of Cardinals as my later stacks, and I don't think this the Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl. But if I somehow get a Bills, you don't even think they're going to win a game. No, I don't. But (laughs) once that draft dictates it, you know, I get Kyler Murray round five and then Christian Kirk's still there. And then Zach Ertz is there. I got to just kind of go all in on the team. And and that's how this kind of works. So again, yes, you know, I might have them at eight, but you almost have to just, you know, turn off your rankings and just say, okay, I don't care that I have the Rams low. If they're facing the Cardinals round one, now I cross off all Cardinals. I don't touch them. I go all in on the Rams. So just kind of keep emphasizing right. that strategy of stacking teams. They are a very intriguing team to stack should they go on a run. We've seen McVay go on playoff runs before. If they make the Super Bowl, again, that's kind of how any of these teams that we now talk about, like, could they go? I have them all in this tier. Cardinals even being in this tier. They could go on three-plus game runs, and if they do, you're likely winning your league. That's kind of all the teams we're talking about here. And okay. I think this team, even though they're a six seed, is right in that realm. The I had the Niners eight, so obviously we're very close there. My number seven team was actually the Dallas Cowboys. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, we'll talk about the Cowboys. Now we're bit. getting I, into it. I have a pretty big uh, – I have a good feeling about these Cowboys. Uh, uh, and that's the only reason I have these Niners low. Like if they were facing the Rams in this first week, I'd have them at like team four because we talk about, again, potential for games played and offensive potency. What's more potent than this 49ers attack in terms of a fantasy perspective? You got Debo Samuel, Debo. the wide receiver three in fantasy. I, I tweeted this out. People love Debo, and I love that people. I love Debo. Him. How can you not love Debo? How many one, yards do you think Debo is going to rush for this week? Because I'm going to tell you. I'll what's tell you the what, prize picks line? Yeah, well, I, I, I want to know. I want to know what you think because I, I this was one of the bets that I wrote down that I was like, this is a good bet. I, I mean, he could rip off a 25 yarder on just one carry. So you give him five to seven carries. I'd give him 45 yards, at least 50 yards. 26 and a half is the yeah. over-under for rushing. You could do that on one carry. Yeah, well, one that was carry. one of the prize picks I liked. By the way, Omar F. just shot us 25 bucks. Wolf and Truth, just want to say thanks for all the help this year. You guys Legend. crush it. Help me win a long-time league in a dynasty league that I co-manage. Couldn't have done it without you guys. That's super nice. Was not expecting to get any cash thrown our way on this particular show, but, man, we appreciate it. I'm so Hell glad yeah. that you won. Um, makes us feel good. When I don't win – and I didn't this year. It really genuinely does make me feel good when we helped other people win. I'm not just That's really that. all you can hang your hat on. Me too. I didn't end up taking down a single big league of mine. I took down one league that didn't really matter. Uh, right. So, yeah. 
No, I, I get you. But yeah, Debo Samuel, crazy stat on him that I tweeted out that, that people love this week. He was top 12 in 50% of games. He was top 24 in 75% of games. So a wide receiver one or wide receiver two. Like he, starter, every time he was the out time. there. And he never once went below 10 points. Insane. It's just a fucking legendary season from him. He also the only other guy I'll bet you could say that about is Cup. I don't think Cup ever went under 10 either. No. Um, but, I mean, he's the only guy. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it's true. George Kittle also, yeah, he's a little inconsistent. He's a little up and down. But, I mean, 30-plus fantasy point weekly upside. We know Eli Mitchell. He finished eighth in rushing yards even though he missed six games. How that's fucking nuts. That's nuts. So that's a commentary on two things. First of all, he's great. I, I mean, he's an excellent runner. I, I love the guy. But that's also a commentary on how few guys played a full season as running yes, backs. That's also ball. true. I mean, that's that's you know, that's just a fact. You know, we, yeah. we see it top on down. But yeah, I mean, putting together a 10 game season and being a really good running back, that can make you a top 10 guy, right? And also a commentary, yes, a hundred percent. And also how good is that 49ers running scheme? Like we we talk about it every time, good. but that, that zone scheme is just a joy to watch. So you got some great potency. This team could definitely, they, you know, they, they're capable of those uppercuts. When you got Kyle Shanahan, when you got a solid defense, they could absolutely go for a big one. 25.1 points per game was 13th in the NFL. So not the highest powered attack compared to those, but they're four and four against playoff teams, 500 big wins, two wins against the Rams, Bengals in overtime, Eagles, whatever. You kind of toss that one out. It's like, uh, uh, whatever Packers Cardinals twice and Titans, they lost to, uh, so they did lose to a few teams, but they did win again for their matchups. So I, no, I think they're the kind of the trendy pick as like the upset pick this weekend. I don't think anyone will be surprised if that happens. Um, and if it does, you're getting multiple games of Debo Samuel, like he's going to be a monster. So, Big potency, big potential run. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they're one and done or if they go to the Super Bowl. Like this I team has either. such a high uh, variance of outcomes. I was this is one of the first round games I genuinely had a hard time picking. Was I the, cannot the wait Niners and the Cowboys. I'm looking forward to watching the game. I think I that's really, the game for really, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I but I I really I actually initially wrote 49ers down on my bracket and then was just like, nah, don't be a dumbass. And, and I, you're not but being I, a dumbass. Like that's that but anyway, I changed it, but I'm just gonna go on record as saying I do like the 49ers uh, a lot. I could totally see them winning this game. Um before we move on to the next one, uh, how many receiving yards do you like George Kittle for? Mm, that's a tricky one because he's had three straight brutal games. Mm-hmm. But playoffs is when like you just see these players that are just ballers. And there's right. no doubt that George Kittle is the definition of a baller. I, I mean, it's either going to be like 15 yards or it's going to be 150. There's right. no real like in between. There's no way he's just going to get like 45 yards, right? So Well, that's I'm right, that's right around where the line is, 47 and a half. Yeah, I would I would I, I, would, I would smash the over. I really would. Yeah. I mean, again, he could get that on two catches cuz he'll he is. There's nobody that's more fun to watch after the catch, other than maybe Debo Samuel, his teammate. They're both just such treats. Like I, that's why I just love this team. They're so fun to watch. I, I love them too. I cannot wait for that game. And I would, I would hammer 45. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Like if he goes under, he's gonna go under hard. But if he goes over, he's gonna probably put a hundred on top of that line. I think yeah. he's gonna go way over. I really do. I, I have them high, even though I think they're gonna lose. I have them this high because I think there is also a good chance they win. And if they win and they go on a run, they're gonna win you your league. So okay. love them. Uh, and number six, I really love too. Very intriguing matchup. I actually have the Bengals at five, um, but I, you know, we're obviously right in the same ballpark. I have the Bengals over the Raiders in the first round. We talked about that. I, I don't love the pick, but I am picking them. Um, 
and I think there's all sorts of upside with this team. I one of the prize picks bets that I really like this week, uh, Joe Burrow over 260.5 passing yards. I'm smashing the over on that as well. Um, don't you think? I get, I was just going to say the dude has thrown for 971 yards well, in his last two games. Well, this is, this is kind of <laughs> what I'm driving at here. You know, exactly. like you can put up 260 and a half. Exactly. Um, and I mean, the Raiders, like, you know, they've had good moments, but they've been pounded by the Bengals already this year. And they're not like known for their lockdown defense or anything like that. I love the weapons Burroughs throwing to. I like Mixon to have a good game too, actually. Um, I, I also like Mixon over uh, 0.5 rushing touchdowns. I would I would take oh, Mix, yeah. Mix, Mixon to get into the end zone. I'm, I feel like I'm exciting you with some of these bets. I feel like you're going to maybe throw some of these things down. Um, I like Burrow for like three touchdowns. He's throwing to uh, two amazingly good receivers, and then Tyler Boyd's fine too. But uh, yeah, I, I like the Bengals here, and I, I like the Bengals uh, maybe going more than one game. So that's why I like them. Absolutely. And just for the people at home, these prize, uh, the, the bets that Nat keeps laying out to you is from prize picks, a prop yeah. betting app, our favorite, uh, one of our favorite places to play. I, I hit a nice four out of my five last weekend, got a nice four X the money, which was great. Still haven't got all five right for the 10 X, but it's great. Again, you place five bets. Uh, you get all five, right. You 10 X your money four uh, right. You three X your money. You even get three, right. And you get some of your money back, which is nice. Uh, CJ again is up over a thousand bucks. In the last two weeks, he's been just a master of this stuff. So check out Prize Picks. If you do, use code RSJ. They'll match up to $100 of your deposit. And if you deposit 20 bucks or more, it supports the site. It kicks it back to us, which would be so greatly appreciated. But back. Oh, you, oh I, I wanted to also mention, since we're talking about Prize Picks, I, I said I like Mixon to score at least one rushing touchdown. I forgot one more uh, pick from the Niners that I did not mention, which is that I like Jimmy G to throw at least one pick. Um, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That is also one of my picks. I always, um, I mean, Roethlisberger for a pick is almost always on there, and I always pick that. And I, it wasn't, I didn't see it this week. I yeah, think that's probably, true. It was just like too easy. Up. They're just like, look, we're we're trying to make some money here. Exactly. Um, um, anyway, go ahead. Talk about the Bengals. Let's look at these Bengals. Four and two against playoff teams. Sixty-six percent win rate. That is tied with the Chiefs for the fourth highest. That's not bad at all. They've beaten those Chiefs. We yeah. all saw that game just a couple of weeks ago. What a blast that was they were was down by check, man. multiple scores in the first half they come back against a pat mahomes like nobody pat mahomes is the one that engineers those comebacks you don't i blame jordan mahomes him. for this by the way a hundred percent jordan mahomes is the biggest loser of all time uh, i love the uh, the pleas to ban him from the nfl like please do <laughs> absolute tool uh but regardless this bengals team is battle tested with some big wins chiefs steelers times two whatever raiders they smashed 32 to 13, whatever it should be, but they are facing those Raiders team this week. So I love that they, they have that easy matchup in week one. They should win. We did talk about at 11, like the, could the Raiders shock the world and beat them? Sure. It yeah. could, but I, I don't think so. And as long as you get two games of these Bengals, maybe even three. So let's say they win and the Bills. I, I, I really think they could see three. Really they could that. easily upset the Titans if that's what the matchup ends up being. I'm you get spoiler alert. Games. It's on my bracket. I'm, I'm just coming out with it right yep. now. Yep. I love that. And you get three games of this Bengals team, maybe even a fourth. They somehow make the Super Bowl. I know we're getting crazy here. It's not impossible, though. I'm they telling beat you. Those Chiefs, like, I mean, it could it's not absolutely impossible. happen. And as you talked, we were talking about Joe Burrow, 971 yards in his last two games, uh, averaging over 28 fantasy points per game across the fantasy playoffs, eight TDs in those final two games. I mean, if this team goes on a run, it's likely because Burrow's going nuts. 
what a great anchor to have on your team because you mentioned so stackable as well. Jamar Chase, a monster. T. Higgins, a monster. Both have had 40-plus point outings in their last two games with Burrow as well. So that's what makes this team so sexy. That's why they're high up on our list for fantasy purposes is because of how much you can stack them. You mentioned Joe Mixon as well. Probably the, the second or third back he should be in fantasy rankings, given he was the RB3 in fantasy behind only Taylor and Austin Eckler. And now in the playoffs, as we, we, we talked about Kittle, the stars come out to play. This There's no more Samaj P. Ryan taking over receiving work in the playoffs. You don't risk your season by putting in a shit bum. To, you, yeah, you rest your studs during the play, the, you know, the regular season to get them juiced up for the playoffs. So I, I think we're going to get 100% close to it for Mixon of the snaps. And he's going to eat. So I love these teams. And by the way, they're two losses. One to the Packers, one to the 49ers, both went to overtime. So like they were right there. They were hanging on there. So yes, this team can make a deep run. It would be the first playoff win since 1991, as I said at the top of the 30 show. years. 30 fucking years. You couldn't – I saw a great meme about it. It was oh, – no. I, I wonder if it's the same one I saw. Go ahead. Was it about uh, if the Bengals win, it would be the first time you could yes. ever text your friend? Yeah. Yes. It was the first win. one I saw. It was like – it was like <laughs> – it was like no one, no one under the age of thirty has ever received the following text, and it was like, "Hey, did you see that Bengals win in the playoffs yeah. today?" And it's just like, "Yeah, you're right. That's totally text messaging didn't exist the last time they well, won." That's a good point, actually. Right? They never received a mail with a stamp on it. And, yes, uh, exactly. A handwritten uh, calligraphy letter. Yeah. The more we talk about them, the more excited I get, and the more I'm like, no, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm behind him. I feel good. Like I said, I have him five. So yeah, I, I, I kind of wish I bumped him up because again, I think the Titans lose. So now we get three games of the Bengals. I mean, uh, the only, I, I guess, the only reason I'm a little lower is I am nervous of this Raiders team, but not really. The more I think about it, so I, as we talk, I might adjust my rankings, which you can again find at RoseStreetJournal.com sure. where I break down every team. Um, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing to not love about this offense, especially when you think you might get three, maybe four games. Whew, they could be league winners. So, yes, absolutely one of the best teams to stack. All right. Number five, you got the Cowboys. Uh, I said I had the Cowboys down at seven. I actually have the Rams at five. Yeah, so we're a little bit that we talked about. flipped in that. Because I, I we are I raved about the 49ers. I do love this 49ers team. And no, 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 wait, hold on. I have the Rams at six. I have the Bengals at five. Never mind. There you go. Yeah. So we all kind of have those same pockets. There again, all these teams are in that tier of could go on three plus game runs and would likely win you your league if they do. It's just a clusterfuck. That's why I love this year's playoffs, is because yeah, it's awesome. No, nobody's a guarantee. I do have just it's this is more of a gut feeling, so there's not a ton to like back this up. I just, for whatever reason, I love think the those Cowboys picks. team. Those are my favorite picks when there's nothing to back it up. It, I, I mean, them. you look at their record versus playoff teams, three and four, 42% win rate. That's below 500. That, not great. The, the wins, too, came against the Patriots, and that went to overtime. And then the Eagles times, too. Neither one of those is very impressive of wins. They lost to the Bucks, Chiefs, Cardinals, and Raiders, which went to overtime as well. They lost in there. So, yeah, that's a little bit sketchy. But then I look at the fantasy potency. 31.2 points per game was first in the NFL. And then you look at their last three, 43 points per game across their last three, including two games with 50 or more points. Yes, it came against the Eagles. Yes, it came against the football team. Neither of those are good defenses. No, they, they sure aren't, no. But that's still a scorching way to enter these playoffs. Dak coming with a five-touchdown game his last time out. And just that weird, like, this is part of what's, I think, feeding my gut on this one and my ample gut. Uh, the last time the Bucks won the Super Bowl, I mean, the one in the NBA Finals, Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Last time the Braves won the World Series, 
the Bucks, uh, the, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. We saw both of those teams win this year. I don't know why, but it's just one of those weird, like, history is always, you know, the gods have already chosen who's going to win, and it's a weird history repeating itself. Maybe, just maybe, that plays here. Now, I hate Mike McCarthy. Obviously, that, like, is a huge fucking I mean, we, we can agree that of the coaches remaining at least this high on the list, that he's the worst coach of the group, right? 100%, okay. right? Like, even Zach Taylor is probably a more appetizing coach, even though he's so inexperienced. I mean, Mike McCarthy has been in to, to a Super Bowl and won it, so I guess he has a little experience, but he's a moron. I, I hate him. Uh, but Dak, coming in with 30, 27 and a half, and 35 fantasy points across his last three, red hot and scorching. I, I just, I don't know. I just have a feeling Dak's going to go on some crazy run, and he's going to be the guy that's on playoff, NFL playoff fantasy winning rosters this year. I just think it's him. Maybe it's Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. It's kind of, it doesn't feel as sexy as that. The more I talk about it, like the, the Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. No, Burrow's off. way sexier. Way sexier. But I just have a feeling about this Cowboys team. They kind of remind me of like an AFC version of the Chiefs where they've got a really good defense that has kept them in every game this year. So when the offense shows up, they, they can beat anybody. And that's kind of like the Chiefs to me on the other side of it. Lately, Dak has been showing up because I think he's finally over that calf injury. He had that really bad stretch where we were like, I remember I ranked him a QB one one week and he was just atrocious. I, um, I just don't, I don't see the Cowboys. I mean, it's, again, it's not impossible. It's like we talked about with the Titans. There's, there's a wide range of possibilities for the Cowboys. I, I think there's the Niners Cowboys game is going to be basically a coin flip. And I'm, I'm giving, I'm grudgingly giving the Cowboys the edge in that game. I don't think they're going to win their next game. Yeah, so, I, I think so, the more uh, I think about that, it's like I mean, I, and yeah, I even don't if they so. win, right? They probably match up with the Bucks at that point. Yeah, no, which, they're going to lose to the Bucks. I think. So, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. see this, uh, you know, guns blazing cowboy narrative that that you do, but uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, the more we've talked about it live, I honestly like have a much better feeling about the the Bengals. Yeah, oh yeah. The Bengals are the team that we're going to come out of this podcast both feeling good about it. I know. I'm going to do a draft tonight where I go hardcore after Bengals uh, following this show. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was a gut feeling. That's why I have the Cowboys. I wanted to write the article with you know how I'm feeling. But like I said, not a ton of statistical evidence. It's just one of those feelings. Like I think this Cowboys team does come out of a huge, maybe an overtime game versus the 49ers and kind of rides that wave of momentum with Dak going off, with his weapons going off. So that, that's where I was coming from. But again, I feel better about the Bengals on the other side of things, probably know. going on that run than I sure do the Cowboys. So I only have to flip that five and six uh, ranking for sure. All right, who's your top four? Who do you got? Bills. Bills at four. And this is another one that feels a little sketchy given this is the most shocking uh, of all the stats I kind of uncovered while doing these team rankings. The Bills are two and four against playoff teams this year. I mean, that is the, the worst other than the Rams uh, and the Eagles. They're the, the, sec the third worst in terms of playoff win percentage. They did beat the Chiefs, big win. Uh, Patriots, eh, you know, the team they're facing. They then lost to the Patriots, Steelers, <laughs> crazy, Titans and Bucks in overtime. 28.4 points per game, though, fourth. So, we, again, how many games are going to play? Offensive potency. Fantasy-wise, very few teams match what the Bills bring to the table. Josh Allen, QB1 last year, as he was the year before. Back-to-back -back repeats, you know. I love anchoring my teams with him. Obviously, you can then stack it with Diggs. I, I keep finding myself in the sixth hole in these six-team drafts, and I almost always go Allen-Diggs, and I just start loading up on Bills from there. Because once you have Allen and Diggs, you know, you don't need me to sell you on either of those guys. 
But what you might need me to sell you on is Devin Singletary, which <laughs> you wouldn't believe this, Nat. No running back for the last four weeks outscored Devin Singletary. Not Jonathan Taylor. Not nobody. No, no, nobody in fantasy outscored Devin Singletary for the last what, four weeks. What website did you get that from? No, it's the truth. He's had he's had 17, 19, 23, and 25 <laughs> fantasy points across. That is the most game. ridiculous stat I've ever heard in my life. How insane! You, you should have gotten me to like bet you something substantial on that. Like where he I, Yeah. Not just like, hey, yeah. Well, how many guys? I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You, and I and I and, and if I didn't know you to be a fairly honest guy, I would assume that you were lying to me right now. I know, I know. It's fucking madness over these last four. I actually should probably tweet that and see what reactions I get because people go fucking madness. 17, nope. 19, 23, and twenty-five. Pretty damn good stats here. He's been playing over eighty percent of the snaps. It's just kind of one of those things where we've always said, whenever the Bills get a running back of the future, this offense is so explosive. When they commit to one, it's going to blow up. But we never thought they had the guy on the actual roster because they wouldn't I do it. I didn't think that. They yeah. finally did it. And Singletary's, for his credit, has been balling out. Like, he's looked good. He's he's gotten, you know, 10 red zone touches in the last two weeks. So he's getting goal line work. That was kind of always the rub is Josh Allen would always take the touchdowns. But they're giving him cracks, and he's, he's performing. He's doing a really well – doing a really solid job. Uh so he's right up there in my top four running backs in I, fantasy playoff leagues. Um, so you got a top four running back. You got Diggs in my top three receivers. You got Allen as my QB two behind only Pat Mahomes. This is a loaded offense. You can even go to Gabriel Davis, uh, who has four touchdowns in his last five games. Fresh off a 14-target day. He falls around five or six. Love the value there. Cole Beasley's disappeared into abyss. Emmanuel Sanders doesn't exist. So there's some weaponry here that is really intriguing. Um, I really like this Bills team. I do. You don't like him as much as me, though. I actually have the Bills higher than you do. And you said you like Allen as your number two quarterback behind Mahomes. I'd put him one above Mahomes. So you think they, you, do you think they take down Mahomes? you think they take down this Chiefs? Yeah. Wow. I love yeah. it. I can't wait to see your bracket. That's exciting. I do. I do. Um, they I have beat the Bills. Them before in Kansas City, too. So, I mean, I have, like, the Bills, yeah. I have the Bills, too, on my power ranking list. I love it. Number number three for me, which I'm guessing might be your number one, the more and more I hear about your bracket. Uh, that's the Green Bay Packers for me. Five and one against playoff teams, 83%, the highest in the NFL right now. They beat the Rams, Cardinals, Bengals, Steelers, 49ers. No, no jokes there. They lost to the Chiefs in just a disgusting like defensive battle, which was interesting to see. 26 and a half points is 10th in the NFL, so not the biggest juggernaut on this list, but <clears throat> certainly a great bet to make the Super Bowl. Probably the favorite. Uh, if I look at Vegas odds, I think they are the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. At, uh, yep, plus 380. They are the, the Vegas favorite to win it all. How many times have we seen Rodgers choke? You know that's my favorite thing to always talk about. Love watching Rodgers choke every year in the playoffs for everyone to talk about how damn talented he is. He is. He's incredible. Uh, but still, chokes every year, and he's going to choke again this year, even at home. They're 8-0 at Lambeau this year. Uh, yes, I get that. They were also playing in Lambeau last year and they lost. I had no, no fans last year. I get it. Like, it's a different year. But still, I think just like the, the Titans, they might not lose in one game. I think the Titans get knocked off the first time they step on the field. I think we get two, maybe three games to the Packers. But that's kind of why I also don't have them towards my top spots here is they're capped at three-plus game upside in the best-case scenario. We saw that with Mahomes last year. Right. Kind of the team that was destined for the Super Bowl. Mahomes did make that run, but Tom Brady was far more valuable because you got that extra game. He threw for 200 more yards than Mahomes did because of that extra game, in addition to six more touchdowns than what Mahomes put up because of that. And that's why it's like, oh, I can only put the Packers so high, even if they make it to the Super Bowl. 
which they 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 should make it to the Super Bowl. But if Rodgers chokes like he usually does, and I think he might, uh, then then you just kind of stack a team that two games, eh, it just doesn't work out for you in that right. sense. So I have them at three, given that I think they'll make the Super Bowl, but I also I, I have them getting knocked off personally. What are your thoughts? I, you, you probably have so- these guys. I well, I realize I told you that I have the Bills number two. It's not true. I actually I saw I put little arrows next to them. I actually have the Bills number one. Um, okay. And I, the, and I have the Packers number two. And the reason for that is because you said there is a cap. There's the three game cap. Um, and so if I like Buffalo that high, I'm liking Buffalo for more games, regardless of the um, outcome. You know, if they meet in the Super Bowl. So the Packers are my number two team. I think the big difference between the Pack and yeah, we've seen Rodgers come up short plenty of times. I think the big difference to me this year, and it's like I know they're the favorite. It's not like I think they're dominant. It's not like I'm one of the, oh, the Packers are different this year. I don't necessarily think the Packers are different, but I think the Bucks are way different. Um, mm-hmm. I I mean, I just anything's possible. Brady's he's done stuff uh, that no one else has done again and again. His team seems really depleted to me right now. Uh, certainly his offensive uh, weapons, you know, Antonio Brown's obviously insane and is not a fuck anymore. Godwin's not coming back. I'm not sure what the Fournette situation is. It's just like the Bucks haven't looked good in quite a while. Yes, he pulled off a miraculous comeback against the Jets last week. And, you know, <laughs> as, as great as that is, it's still the Jets. So, like, everybody can everybody can tuck it back into their pants that was going nuts about Brady coming back against the Jets. The Jets essentially like gave them that game, um, you know, and they're the Jets. So who gives a shit? Right. So anyway, no, I, 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 I think they're too high on the bucks because obviously you have them in your top two. I sure do. Um, but yeah, if it ends up being the Packers, I mean, if you get three games of Devonte Adams, the wide receiver two in fantasy wide receiver right. three, 12, one, 15, five, and four across his last five games. I mean, nobody ended the season hotter scored more than even Cooper cup. My wide receiver one across those five weeks. He's the receiver. I'm taking number one. If I'm doing fantasy playoffs, I'm not taking cup number one. And I love yeah, that. I, I get that. that too. I still probably take cup one, just in the off chance you get four games, you're winning your league just on cup. Cause if they win four games, it means Cooper cup continued his record setting insane pace uh, and put him on his back. But yeah. I will again, emphasize the fact that these, these uh, Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 11 and eight in the playoffs, just above 500, like barely. I don't know. I, I could see them choking. Even sure. Before, sure. Like, absolutely. Round one, let's say the 49ers. And I'll be pulling hard for the Rams over them in the second yeah. round. Like I will be hoping that they lose. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be intriguing to see, uh, but they are loaded. Aaron Jones. Yes. He's a little bit of a committee this year. But still, you know, a, a massive upside play. He's my running back four in fantasy. Uh, you know, and also I'll toss out Alan Lazard, who has scored 21, 5, 14, 19, and 25 in their last five games. So all but one of those games was beastly. All, all were in the top 20 receivers other than one. So he's a great, like, top 25, 30 pick that falls in a lot of drafts. So I'll toss those guys out there because um, the Packers, again, should have three games. But I'm skeptical they will. And that's why I have it number two. The yeah, this, I, I think you're, like I said, I think you're too high. I have them four. So, I mean, it's not like I think you're insanely high. I, I don't I don't think the Bucs are going to the Super Bowl. It, um, you're not wrong in the sense that they are banged up, right? No Godwin, no AB. Uh, Fournette is going to play. He's off the IR, and he's likely to play this week. So right. that is a nice welcome addition. I'm just saying we've seen Brady do it with far less in the past, too. He doesn't need anything. Mike Evans. Have we? Yeah, the Patriots teams. Think about the receivers he's had with the Patriots. Like, he's right. gone to the Super Bowl with some disgusting rosters. So, yeah, I, I think Brady yeah, can absolutely. Uh, 
has he gone to the Super Bowl with disgusting rosters? I'm not not quite willing to uh, give you that. I mean, you know, he's had. I mean, he's gone to a million Super Bowls, so obviously some of his rosters have been better than others. But I'm not willing to call any of the Patriots teams disgusting rosters that went. I mean, Edelman being your number one, like Mike Evans is as good, if not better, than Edelman as a talent, and Gronk as his okay. healthiest. You know, I, he's done. He's done just as much with equal to worse. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, four and one against playoff teams this year, eighty percent again. Maybe a different Bucks team. I understand that. 30.1 points per game was second in the NFL, though. And it's just Tom Brady. I mean, 31 and 11 left in the playoffs. More wins, more games played. Obviously, it's a Tom Brady factor is why I have them here. Yes, maybe I have my Tom Brady goggles on. As the, the No, no, no. You're fan. not – that's not crazy. I mean, you, you've you come by that honestly. It's not like, you know, right. you're blowing smoke out your ass. You've seen him win 31 times in the playoffs. That record that you just threw at me, uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, go on a slight little offshoot tangent here. I was looking when I was looking at some of these other teams and, and who their players were and all that. Do you know what Jimmy G's career record is as a starter? He's like 30 and 12 or something. That's fucking like, nuts. like he's like, he's like, he's like a really, he freaking wins Wins all the time. Right. I know know you're talking about playoffs with Brady, but still, man, that's a really good record for a starting quarterback in the NFL. The guy wins like 70% of his games. And people are like, ah, oh, he shouldn't even be the starter, you know, oh, with Trey Lance, whatever. I mean, I just think that's interesting. Uh, I think anyway. it is absolutely, absolutely. Um, Let's talk about the Bucks. It's just crazy. Brady has that same record in the playoffs. In like, the playoffs. How many games he's played? 45, 42 games in the playoffs. Just nobody has that experience. Nobody knows how we, to. We see those it. numbers with somebody like Brady, and it's like his number of playoff games, his number of playoff wins. And it's like there's going to be guys that play in the league years quarterbacks that won't win 31 games you know it's like we see the same thing with like lebron and the playoffs in basketball and they'll show like his playoff minutes his playoff record his playoff points scored and it's like guys got guys that play in the league full-time for like eight years that won't score as many points as he scores in the playoffs right right? it's just these are next level dudes brady's a next level guy i can't fault you too much for picking brady just because you've seen it so many times why wouldn't you think it would happen again Exactly. Last year, 1061 yards was the most in the league, 265 per 10 touchdowns across four games in the playoffs. Beast. Mike Evans right up there. Gronk, my second tight end behind only Kelsey. Uh, Mike Evans, top five receiver. Leonard Fournette last year led the NFL in rushing yards, 300 with three TDs of receiving touchdown on top. I mean, the guy playoff Lenny, we all know. So he's my running back two behind only King Henry, given how far I think this team makes it. Just a beastly squad uh, all around. And yes, again, I understand the narrative. This is not the same Bucks team that started the year. I think they'd be the favorite to win the Super Bowl if they were. But they, I just they, they would be. They would absolutely yeah. be the team I'd be picking right now if they exactly. had not been so depleted. I still think they go all the way. Uh, I think Tom Brady can win better than anybody in the playoffs. And so I have my Bucks at number two. Um, and I think Tom Brady matches up with a repeat Super Bowl here. Kansas City Chiefs. So I know but you, you think you think it's going to be a rematch of the Super Bowl, and the same thing's going to happen. I I actually but. think the Chiefs win this one. Oh, you do? Um, I do. Yeah, I think the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and they win it this year. Mahomes gets that little monkey off his back. Um, I do think it's a repeat Super Bowl, though. We will see. Uh, but yeah, I have the Chiefs number one. I just think the AFC is a bit weaker than the NFC. I know. It, I still think it's wide open. I could see them losing to the Bengals. I could see them losing to the Bills in round two. Like, yes, any of that could happen but they've been pretty good 
against playoff teams, six and three, tied with the Bengals at 66%, with more, you know, nine games played against playoff opponents. Packers, Cowboys, Eagles, Steelers, Raiders times two wins. So only a handful of those are that impressive, but still, Packers and Packers and uh, Cowboys, no joke. They did lose to the Bills, Titans, and Bengals this year. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, but cool. unlike a lot of these teams, they're trending, right? They are trending, right? Uh, they they ultimately have one. Let me just double check my stats here. Uh, I think it was nine nine of their last ten. The Bengals loss was their only loss in their last Which ten. Which they games. really shouldn't have lost, probably. Let's and they, yeah, right. They they kind of blew that one here. That was on the road to get. Was that on the road or was that at Kansas City? I, I feel remember. like that. Yeah, I would have said Kansas City, but I now that you've got me second guessing myself, it, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was in Cincy, but either way, uh, either I way. love Mahomes. He's six and. I'll two bet Mitch Chavez knows. Mitch Chavez probably here. Let us know, Mitch. Uh, Mahomes, you know, six and two in the playoffs, 290 and a half yards per game, 2.12 TDs per game. Easy QB one for me in fantasy playoff leagues. Right. Kelsey, tight end one for me, obviously. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver four, and would be higher if I wasn't a little bit worried about that heel injury that kind of hampered him last week in a must-win game. He, he was nowhere to be found. So I'm a little nervous of that, but it's still Tyreek. If you get four-plus games, I mean, last year, him and Kelsey led the NFL in playoff receiving, uh, Kelsey, then Hill, and they only played three games. So imagine you get four games of these guys. They could go absolutely bananas. Uh, we also had Kelsey with three touchdowns last year too. So he's he's my one of my favorite like top five picks that you can make alongside Cup, alongside Adams and Mahomes and, and some of these QBs. But I, I love this team. And then you can even look at those like later round options like McCole Hardman. He had 19 fantasy points last time out. Pringle had a 26-point game against the Steelers they're facing this week. Should Tyree Kill be banged up? Those guys going around five or six? Absolutely uh, options here. So I, I think the Chiefs, they, they end up winning the AFC at four games of Mahomes and his weapons. That's invaluable in playoff fantasy. And my guess is anybody with stacks of the Chiefs ends up winning their league. The only reason that's like tough is because Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes all typically go in your top six picks. So it's very hard to stack this team. But if you can, you're probably going to win your league. Is my it's opinion. tough for a couple reasons, actually. And by the way, Mitch says the game was in Cincinnati. He was there on the sideline, so he would know. Oh, shit. Um, that's, that's what he sick. says. Now, I don't know if he means he was like on the sideline with the players. Like, uh, you know, he has a buddy. I some... remember he told us about this. Okay. Uh, well, Mitch was on the sidelines. Yeah. That's and, fucking uh, sick. in Cincinnati. Uh, what a right. game. Unfortunately, I know that... Of that one, Mitch, but what a game that was. Yeah, it was a good game. I was pulling for the Bengals. I admit it. Of course. Um, all right. So listen, that was fun uh, going through these rankings. It's going to be interesting to see. So I got, I got like 10 more minutes and I got to go. I was going to say, I know we we're going to go through playoff let's, rankings let's, like players. Let's, we're not going to have time for that. I'm not going to have time for that. Um, but we should let, show our brackets. Let's show, I mean, let me tell you. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about brackets. Let's talk about what we got and then we'll take off. And uh, if any of these guys got any questions for you, uh, you can hit them when I'm gone, but uh, I'm looking forward to comparing our brackets. All right, so we start on the uh, AFC side, Cincinnati, Vegas. Um, you have the Raiders. Yeah, really? I'm changing that. I, I'm really? changing this. Oh, yeah, this was, I made this a few days ago. We differ. I, I did not pull my most updated bracket up. I had a gut feeling a couple days ago the Raiders would win. Let's put it this way. I think the more we've talked tonight, where it says Raiders and then Titans, I'm going Bengals and I'm going Bengals again. Yeah, me too, except I'm that's actually Bengals. on my sheet. Yeah. All right. So we're um, yeah, we're going Bengals, Bengals okay. uh, over Tennessee, over the Raiders. Yeah. I, I don't All know right. why. This was a few days ago before I did my research. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed, yeah. but I'm glad you've come to your senses. Um, I've come right. to so my we both senses. have the Bengals going to the championship game. All right. Um, yeah. Then we got Buffalo, New England. We both like the Bills, Chiefs, 
Uh, Pittsburgh, we both like the Chiefs. That was one of the few games of I course. actually felt extremely confident when I was Lock. pitching. <laughs> um, um, and then Bills, Chiefs, I have the Bills. So, uh, and we we differ there. And then we're going to go uh, Bengals, Bills. I'm putting the Bills in the Super Bowl. Uh, but man, yeah, I'd, I'd, man, I'd love to see the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But anyway, uh, other side, Green Bay, obviously getting the bye. Rams, Arizona. Uh, we both like the Rams, although we both could see it going either way. Um, and we both have the Packers over the Rams in the following round. Dallas and San Francisco. We both like the Cowboys, although we both hedged on that one big time too. We both think the yeah, Niners could come out of there cool. potentially. Um, you like the Cowboys more than I do. I don't see them winning more than one game, and it could be zero. Um, Tampa you know Bay. what's crazy, Matt, by the way? If the Niners win, so they go to Green Bay, I honestly like the Niners' chances against Green Bay more than I, I like the Rams. I do too, and I like the Rams' chances against the Bucks more than I uh, more than uh, the other way around. I 100% agree. So, like, that like, would, I, I think the Rams would beat the Bucks if they played. I think honestly. that would flip the But I don't think they'll playoffs. beat the That would be crazy, actually. I, I um, think that – Go Niners. <laughs> That's yeah. why this is such a wild bracket. Like, if the Niners win – that would flip everything because I think they'd upset Green Bay, and I agree with you. I think the Rams have a good shot. They've already beat the Bucks. Yeah. I could see that happening yet again. Oh, um, yeah, that's, this, that's this is going to be so fun. I cannot fucking wait. Well, <laughs> if it goes this way, this is how we've we've got it going. We both like the Bucks over the Eagles. That's one of the other games that I did not oh, uh, spend too much time wondering about. Yeah. We both like the Bucks over the Cowboys. So we both have Packers Bucks in the championship game. You like the Bucks. I like the Packers, and then in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm just kind of like gritting my teeth and I'm picking the Packers over the Bills. There's so much potential for Rodgers to come up short here, I know. Yep, and you will. Uh, I'm going Chiefs first, Bucks. I do still feel good about that prediction. Um, even though, again, I, I think this Raiders, I want to keep emphasizing, people are going to like see this and tune right out. I do not think the Raiders upset. Right, I know. We're going to lose more. subscribers here, Wolf. Hey, speaking of I, subscribers, I saw we're up to 1.99. What, yeah, how, we're like how, 10 away. How, how short are we here? Like 10 we need, away. We need like a handful. Buy the Super Bowl. Get us 10 more. Come on, folks. If you're new here, if you haven't already hit like, awesome. But hit that subscribe if you enjoyed the content, you like what we're doing. We'll be live every Thursday, me and the truth, and just random other shows tossed within there too. Oh, yeah. So if you like what you're doing, uh, if you like what we're doing, please consider subscribing. We're 10 away from 2K, and we just would love to have loyal regulars that keep showing up. So if you enjoy what you heard, whether you're new, uh, whether you're regular, but you somehow didn't subscribe yet, please consider that. But yeah, hopefully you don't lose subscribers here with this Raiders. I think it's going to be Bengals, Bengals, like you said. But ultimately, I do think the Chiefs go all the way, and this is the year Mahomes does take it down uh, to face Tom Brady and stares down his nemesis. So we got the down. same Final Four, uh, except I got the Bills, you got the Chiefs. So this should be interesting. Um, I did get three out of four Final Four last year, by the way. Uh, so I, I had a really good year of predictions last year. Um, but yeah, I'm going Chiefs, Bengals, Packers, Bucks for my final four. And I'm going, I'm going Bengals, Bills, Packers, Bucks. <laughs> and it's so crazy that we both have the same preface. If the Niners win, our whole break. Right. If the, if the Niners win, win, then it becomes like Niners, Rams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Packers, Packers completely uh, different. Niners, Niners, Rams. Uh, we both still like the Bengals and then either the Bills or the Chiefs. That would be nuts. Exactly. Um, all right, oh, and so I'm going to go put my kid to bed, Wolfpack. Um, but it's been awesome. And like the Wolf said, we're going to be doing this every Thursday. Uh, obviously, we'll frame it around football to some degree. We're going to talk about some other non-football stuff, too. Of course. Because we got we to fill the offseason. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. You know I mean? Matt, before you head out, do you want to hit us with your top prize picks bets for Wild Card Week? I know we kind of hinted at them. Yeah, I'll, I'll just tell show. you. I'll tell you what I like. I, I got yeah. six bets that I like. 
this week. All right, let's hear it. Good fine. All right. I'm pulling Joe mine Burrow. up right here, too. Okay. Joe Burrow, over 260.5 passing yards. What do you think of that? I love it. And also, right now, if you can get in there, uh, they have Burrow as a, like a discount, a promo right now, at 230 and a half. Long. Well, I mean, I was well, I was willing to do it for 260. So obviously <laughs> I like that even more. Um, so, so that Wolfpack, get in there now. Just to oh, reemphasize code RSJ, yeah. deposit a hundred bucks, they'll match it, deposit 20, we get a good kickback. Right. Whatever you match up to a hundred is great with us. 20 bucks, we do get a nice kickback. But yes, if you get in there, yeah, the truth one is throwing I'm, I'm throwing free money at you guys. 230 and a half. 30 and a half, easy free money. Okay, 100%. so that's the first bet I like a lot. Yes. Um, I, I like Debo over 26 and a half rushing yards. Yep. I like Hunter Renfro over 53 and a half receiving yards. I like that one. But now that Waller's back, I mean, he only had like 12 receiving yards last week. Uh, the first two I loved. That's the one that I'm a little bit on the fringe with. All right. Uh, I like George Kittle over 47 and a half receiving yards as well. I love that um, one. I like Joe Mixon uh, to score at least one rushing touchdown. I like that. Love that. Uh, I like Jimmy G to throw at least one pick. Um, I think those are all really good. The and last but yeah. last but not least, I like Tom Brady over one and a half rushing yards. <laughs> That's a risky one though, because he really doesn't run. Like it's I know he doesn't, but but uh, I mean, you know, I'm giving you so much free money on these other picks. He's the king of the quarterback sneak. We're gonna see two quarterback sneaks in this game. Yeah, but a Neil, he goes backwards, so he's had. Uh, the, all right, the, the Neil is a bitch. I didn't even really think about the Neil. He's gone zero and zero in his last two games. Okay, what about 11, two and oh, 16. 11, 2 and 16. Yes. So he would have won in three out of the last five. Okay. There you a little go. risky. A little risky uh, for sure. I love it's all called the ones gambling. Of course, there's risk. It's called gambling. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so anyway, I'm giving, I think at least some of those picks are pretty good picks. I really like uh, Damien Harris over 54 and a half. Yep. Um, I do like, uh, I like Jalen Hurts, but that is a good run defense. So I don't like. I don't. Like I don't want to go there. I mean, again, Burrow the lock at two thirty and a half on Prize Picks code RSJ gets you a hundred dollar match um, and helps your boys. I I think mm, these are these are really tough though this week. They've they've set better. They're usually tougher lines uh, or easier lines than this. I do like Hunter Henry at twenty nine and a half receiving. I thought yards. about Hunter Henry. Um, he's done that in three of his last five games, and he's fresh off an 86-yard effort. If anybody's catching a ball, I think it could be him. So I do like that one. Um, I do think Gronk, 55 and a half receiving yards, is an absolute smash. Most points allowed to defenses uh, for the tight end position is the Eagles. Uh, he's got 137 and 115 in his last two games. You're telling me you can't get to 55 against the worst defense against tight ends? I love that one too. So just tossing a few prize picks your way. Uh, we'll, we'll give you our lock top five. We'll kind of send in an Instagram post this weekend, but again, check out prize picks, another free, easy, not free, but an easy way to keep action involved in your playoffs code RSJ support your boys, $20 deposit. We get a nice little kickback. They'll match again up to a hundred dollars. You pick five, you 10 extra money. If you get them right. Uh, I'm betting tw- probably 30 bucks this weekend going for 300. Uh, so right. hoping for a big one. Good folks. Luck. I can't wait. In my opinion. Alrighty, guys, I'll be live tomorrow when school gets out, I think around 2.33. Uh, so if you want to get some wild card rankings and just play some DFS for this week, that's going to be the focus of the next show. So thanks again so much for being here, guys. I'm the Wolf, World of Advanced Sheep, guys. Be the Wolf. Later.
Enjoy some football this weekend. Cannot wait. See we ya. used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Straight ahead. Devlin. Second effort. Third effort. Touchdown. Oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.